0: Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries. And she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry.
1: crazy. So I'm really glad that that's the perfect song for today. My name is Sugbury Crazy Sugbury, and the show is him for her radio women's hot topics. I'm so excited about today's topic. And she's not crazy. She's just going to level us out and tell it like it is. And today's topic is... Godly women in the workforce. Yep, you heard me right. Godly women in the workforce. And in a world where right is wrong and wrong is right, ladies, you've heard me say this before. Um, you know, sometimes we get a little topsy-turvy when it comes to the paycheck. You know, when we talk about the money, when we, you know, bring more money. John, what was that show that they used to yell at the window? Show me the money. Show, show me, me the, the money. money. Thank you, John. I know you always got my back. Thank you for <laughs> producing with us. And not only that in the studio, I've got Miss Reagan Kramer sitting right next to me as well. Thank you, Reagan, for coming on. Love being here, Shug. Our guest today is Marcy Melzon, And she has written three fabulous books. We're going to get to that in just a minute. But Reagan had come to me after she met with her. And it turns out I have met her before um, and just was so excited. And she goes, we've got to have her on the show. We got to talk about her wisdom when it comes to women in the workforce. Reagan, tell us a little bit about our guest.
0: I would love to. Marcy Melzon is a wife, mother, writer, author, and speaker, as well as a successful executive, entrepreneur, and professional. She started three businesses and climbed the corporate ladder. Marcy is founder and president of Melzon Strategic, a bank management consulting practice that works with community banks that need strategic planning, enterprise risk management, treasury management, and talent management. That is a mouthful. Woo! Okay. Um, Marcy is also an executive coach for young bankers and... Marcy is actually from Nicaragua, you're going to love her accent, and is a first-generation immigrant in the United States. Her journey as a survivor of several uh, natural disasters and war gave her the opportunity to see life from several different perspectives, but mostly important um, to her is to show God's love and protection throughout her life. And Marcy is a recipient of a number of professional awards, she has published three books, and is an international bilingual professional speaker. She lives in Minneapolis with her husband, Tim, and I hear you're coming up on 31 years next week. So congratulations, and two grown children. But what I love most about you, Marcy, is your mission in life is to help
1: working people be successful in every area of their lives. That's correct. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm feeling a little dumb. You know, she's just so smart. She's got so I much I can't wisdom. even read all this stuff. I mean, you yeah, just you look at her bio. You guys, would you find her online, please? Marcy, how can they find you? They can
2: find me on my website, which is com. So that is M A R C I A M A L Z A H N.com. And um, that's that's where all my books are and all my bio and I won't get into all the business website, but that's where they can find me and all my books.
1: I am so excited to have you here because, you know, I was in the professional world for a long time. I suppose this doesn't count as a professional world, does it, John? Hardly. (laughs) (laughs) But I was in the professional world for a long time in sales uh, with control data. And, of course, when I left, they folded. So what does that tell you? And, um, you know, but I just can't wait to see what God's going to do in and through you as we talk about the professional world, as we talk about women out there that are working, that are working hard. We're going to do this in two segments. There's going to be two parts, you guys. This is part one. Super pumped about it. And and let us just get to know you a little bit better. If I could ask you a quick question, it actually might not be quick. Um, I understand that you had a career change in an effort to strive for balance in your life. Tell us a little bit, Marcy, what happened.
2: Well, thank you so much for the question. And like um, Reagan said, I am originally from Nicaragua. I came here. That's a whole other show, by the way, (laughs) how I came to the United States. But I came here in January of 1986 by myself. And one of the reasons um, that I started working in banking is people ask me, why didn't you get started in banking? I said, well, I like working with people, money and computers. And when I was a little girl, I loved to play Monopoly. And I was always the bank. So that was kind of a hint. So I started as a teller in 1996 in June, and you fast forward several years. I I was with the first organization 13 years, and I had nine different jobs. So that was a a very fast uh, career track.
1: Working your way up.
2: Yes. And my last job of the first 13 years was I was a branch manager for downtown Minneapolis Bank uh, branch, and I was literally out of my house seven to seven. Mm. And by then, my children were 10 and eight. And I wasn't seeing them. And they're growing up fast. You know how they grow up. Mm -hmm. So I made a decision and I said, um, Okay, Lord, I I also had to make a decision in my priorities. Mm -hmm. And that's what drove the change, actually. My priorities, I've always been a Christian and all that. And I love God. But my priorities back then were I want to achieve the career thing. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a bank president by the time I'm 40. You know, Well, back then I was like 30. Anyway, so then... I, I decided, okay, Lord, I'm going to put you first. I'm going to leave my career in banking completely so you know I'm serious. Mm-hmm. And I got a job. I actually saw an opportunity to work for our church because my husband and I were volunteering for um, the kids' school technology focus group. Anyways, I got a job as a Y2K project manager, <laughs> and I left my career in banking the first time. And I went to work for this uh, large church nonprofit uh, for the next five years. So the, the main reason was for my balance in time. You know, mm-hmm. I needed to spend more time with my children, with my husband, and more than anything, I wanted to put God first. Mm-hmm. When I left, uh, my boss said, so Marcy, what do I have to do to keep you? And I said, it's not you. It's not the bank. I would never leave this bank. I love my job. But I said, I feel that God is calling me to go work for the church. And she said, back then, I had this um, boss lady. She said, well, I can't compete with God. Yeah, <laughs> I have yeah. to let you go. Yeah, That
1: boss lady was thinking. That's for sure. She doesn't yes. want to get in the way of what God's exactly. doing. Exactly. So,
0: and how many years were you at the church? I was at the church for five years years and did you really feel like you got to spend more time with your children and really be present
2: yes I actually went from working like 50 hours a week to part time 37 and a half oh wow so and I got to pick up my kids from school mm-hmm. they weren't latchkey kids anymore and I decided to spend like an hour a day with them just us the three mm-hmm. of us my two kids and I and I tell you that that really helped that really helped the relationship mm-hmm. the whole family balance the stress went down and it was a positive change for the family. It's so good. And how did you
0: end up going back into corporate America?
2: Well, what happened was, my when I was a teller, I, I was a teller for like a year and a half. And then my next boss hired me to move to cash management. His name is Reed Evenson. And I tell you, if there is one person in America that I owe my career to, mm-hmm. is him. Uh, back then, he hired me to be in cash management. So we, I worked for him for six years. Then I moved jobs, and we worked together in private banking. And then when I left banking, during those five years that I was working at the church, we still met every month mm-hmm. because they had a business uh, monthly business luncheon. So
0: you kept on what was yes. going on. Yes, it's like yeah.
2: always keep your network of people, mm-hmm. never burn your bridges, keep your friendships. Well, in the summer of 2004—
1: So, ladies, yes. did you hear that? Did you hear her say, don't burn your bridges, always keep your contacts? I mean, we go in different seasons of life, yes. don't we? And so this was a season in your life, and you kept those contacts up. Thank you for bringing that up. Yes,
2: it's hugely important. And in the summer of 2004, he called me, and he says, Marcy, I'm starting a bank from scratch, and I want you to come with me. Mm. Who is it that called you? Reed Evenson. Okay, hi,
1: Reed. We're just giving you a shout-out. And what's the name of his bank?
2: Uh, Tradition Capital Bank.
0: Okay, awesome. Okay, I'm just going to break in for one second. I have a little surprise for you, Reed Evenson actually spent, sent me a text yesterday about you because he knew you were going to be on the show. Ooh. And I just want to give um, you a little encouragement because you guys have known each other for how long now?
2: 32, since, 32 almost years, almost since I came to the United States. Yes. Okay,
0: he says, Marcy and I have worked together at various times since she was 20. I always tried to work with people smarter than me, haha, and she was certainly that. She is a hardworking, discerning woman with impeccable Christ-like values. She was the first person I hired when we started our bank in 2005. As the bank grew, she managed virtually every department. The bank is now the 13th largest out of 293 chartered in Minnesota. Much of our success is due to Marcy's organizational skills and hard work. She has blessed my life as a wonderful coworker, friend, and fellow follower of Jesus." Wow! Beautiful. Thank
2: you so much.
0: What encouragement from yes. one of your mentors?
2: Yes, he has been my mentor, my friend. I actually tell him that he is one of my eternal friends mm. because our friendship will last forever.
1: What a blessing it is to have a boss who's a Christian. Yes, I mean you know, I it, especially in the uh, banking world of money and finance, and and everything is moving so quickly and so fast. You know, I, let me just ask you this next question, if I could. Um, you know. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you learned to navigate. Now, this is the part that that interests me as well. How did you navigate working in a male-dominated field such as financial services as a first-generation female? Got to mention that immigrant in the executive roles. Well, that's a it's a
2: great question, and I get asked that um, many times because it's very important. And, and the answer is it's several things. One. You cannot let things get to you. It's not personal. It's business. Mm-hmm. That's number one. I used to tell my husband, I have like four strikes against me. I'm a I'm a Latina woman immigrant with an accent. I'm like, I have four strikes against me. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this country and you cannot generalize groups of people. I mean, I have always worked with older white males. Mm-hmm. But guess what? The person read... He's an older, don't tell him this. Reed, <laughs> Not sorry. that old Reed. Reed, I no. thought he
1: looked pretty good. I don't yeah, know what she's talking right.
2: about. But from my perspective, he's an older white male. So he's the one who gave me the opportunity of my lifetime in this country. Wow. So what, what do you say? You know, don't generalize. There are good people everywhere. And um, you just have to take charge of your own career and let God, mm-hmm. you make your plans, you give them to God, and God will open doors that mm-hmm. no man or woman can shut. And and you move through those doors that he opens in faith. It's like, how do you start a bank? I had no idea. And I, I remember praying when January 2005, I'm like, Lord, are you sure you want me to do this? How do you start a bank in America? And then Reed and I and the group that we started with a group of, uh, I mean, uh, a bunch of questions. We came up with 517 items to do in six months to wow. open this bank. Oh, wow. wow so you had a plan
1: you know i love in scripture in jeremiah it says for i know the plans i have for That's you right. declares the lord That's and right. you know it, it to have it, uh, not only did you have a deep faith read it as well and that you're just taking a step by step uh putting together this tradition bank um mm-hmm. and watching god just bless you guys because mm-hmm. you're seeking him first in all things yes
2: and we can't take the 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 credit to, i mean it takes a lot of people you know then we have two more employees. One of them is now the president, mm. Dan um, Fagan, and, and Jessica. I mean, they've been there since the startup as well. And then we hired two more. So we opened the bank with six people. Wonderful. And, and now when I left five years ago, um, we had 44 employees and I think I had hired 41 of them.
1: Mm, so wow. they were like
2: my kids. Yeah. I managed people from 23 years old to 67 in my same team.
1: Wasn't it hard to leave?
2: It was terribly hard to leave. Yes.
0: yes. Mm.
1: I would imagine so.
0: Wow. Incredible story. So when you went back to banking full time, okay, your kids were older, right? And I mean, I know a lot of moms deal with like guilty feelings of working all the time um, when, they're, when their kids are still home, even though they're older. Did you have that? I mean, did, did you have that guilt feeling or did God take that from you because you Oh, knew- no.
2: I, yeah. I'm First of all, I know I'm not Superwoman. I'm not Wonder Woman. I am just me. Mm-hmm. And I need God every day. And I did have that guilty, horrible feeling of, oh, my gosh, I'm at work, but I need to work. I was so young when we had our kids. We needed me to work. Both of us needed to work. But the way that I, I dealt with that was to really spend quality time when I was with my kids, I was present. And that is something that even stay-at-home moms sometimes, they don't spend quality time. Agreed. They're yeah. around, but not with mm-hmm. them. So I I started taking time with the kids, like an hour a day. Okay, guys, what do you want to do with mom today, mm-hmm. with mama? You know, like right now, this hour is yours. What do you want to do? We play cards, we play, you know, board games, we told stories, whatever they wanted. And I started noticing that once i spend that quality time they actually left me they oh, were they were done they were they were done but i also okay so that's family time the, the three of us the kids and us uh, and me and then i also learned to spend quality time one on one since they were little i spend my one on one time with them i mean i remember today like going running and then taking my daughter with on she was on her bike and she's like biking and she's like so Mama, what shall we talk about today? Oh, cute. <laughs> and I'll never forget that. It.
1: You know, she'll so, never forget it. Yes. I think that's really yes. a huge impact that you make on your kids. Yes. Ladies, if you're just listening, uh, my name is Shug Burry, him for her radio. I am so excited that you're listening. This is a woman's hot topic. And today we're talking about godly women in the workforce. We're getting to know our wonderful guest today, Marcy Melzon, and she's got three terrific books. And, you know, if you're one of the first... Uh, people to put in a donation to our ministry, you go to himforher.org, himforherministries.org, H-I-M number four, her, H-E-R, ministries.org. I am going to send you one of these books. And I got to tell you, God is doing a powerful work in and through this ministry. Not only are we broadcasted in select cities throughout the United States, but also, we're on iTunes, and we are reaching women in the darkest corners of the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are tackling topics that other people won't even tackle. As a matter of fact, I just gave John our list of topics that we're gonna, are coming up that we're going to be talking about. And he's like, uh, shook, nobody talks about this topic. John, did I shock you? You're willing to tackle some topics that, yes, other hosts might uh, shy away from, Shug. Don't kick me out, by the way. I I won't kick you out. I'm just going to let... Oh, yeah, someone might I think I'm already on the radar. I got your back, Shug. (laughs) I got your back. But today we're talking with Marcy about a great topic in the workplace. And, you know, there's all sorts of glass ceilings, things that that go on. We're going to talk about that in our second segment. But again... Go to our web page dot org. Make a donation. It's super easy. You can either send in a check, or you can do. A, you know, we've got donate now. Whatever, because we can't do this without you. This is a listener supported. Um, uh, radio show as well as the ministry. We're bringing the gospel of Christ to the darkest corners of the world in prison and out, and we are freeing women. I am watching women be saved right and left. I'm not doing anything. I'm just showing up. So God's doing all the work. So please do donate, and we would gladly send you one of her three books, which we will be talking about more at length during our second show.
0: Marcy, I love how you said you were so intentional with your kids when you were working full-time. So what is the best advice you can give to full time working mothers now so they can achieve that kind of balance in their lives?
2: Well, the first thing is to spend quality time, quality time, one on one. Get to know your children as people, as Mm -hmm. individuals Mm -hmm. and spend time. You know, every season in your life is different. Right. So you got to enjoy the babies and the and then the toddlers and I, I and then the teenagers. I loved my teenage kids. I didn't have those horrible problems. I love problems. that you say that a lot of parents are, oh, don't. No. <laughs> I love that. And it's like, Yes, I discipline my kids <laughs> mm-hmm. because the Bible says we're supposed to discipline them. Mm-hmm. And um, don't misinterpret. I didn't beat up my kids, yeah. you know, but I, I did you. discipline mm-hmm. them so they can take the responsibility and have consequences for actions that they do. Right. But. But I never had to do anything major anyways. Um, So when you spend that time, even through college, they both went to the University of St. Thomas here. And I made sure I was working at the bank back then in Edina. So it was 15 minutes away. And I made sure I had my date, lunch or dinner, whatever Mm -hmm. worked for them, whatever day of the week, I would Mm -hmm. go individually individually to meet with each one of them. And then as a family, I'm the organizer. So then my husband would show up. We would all show up, at you know, once a month dinner at least. But I had that time with them. Number two is um, you can't do this alone. Mm -hmm. It's okay to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're not perfect. And you need to, you must prioritize your life. One of the major things why I I wrote that book, I know we're going to talk about that more later, is to to make the decision that you are going to be a balanced person. Mm -hmm. But then I also say balance is a daily prayer. I ask God every day, please balance my day today. I have my plan. My schedule is like bursting out with things. And even now in my new role, in my new life, work life, I ask God, I'm like, God, I'm overwhelmed. You feel free to delete, cancel, move around, whatever it is. Inevitably, within a few minutes, someone calls me. Oh, I'm so sorry, I can't meet for lunch, or I can, or we're gonna move, whatever. Me, and I'm like, thank you. I mean, it just, I'm, I'm so used to it. People don't believe me almost mm-hmm. that that happens, but try it. You know, you make your plans and let God direct and change.
1: It's amazing how, when you lean into the Lord on every step of your day, that He just wants to be with us in it. And, ladies, if you have never had Christ in your life. You, maybe you, don't, you can't experience what Marcy's talking about because you don't know God. I would just ask that maybe this is a God appointment for you to be listening today. Maybe today you're supposed to be saying yes to Jesus Christ. I got to tell you, he wants to be part of your life. And it's so simple. All it is is surrendering just for a moment to say, Jesus, I want you in my life. I want you to direct my life. Forgive me for my sins. I ask God, that you would indeed come into my life. I'm inviting you in every aspect of my life. And why do we do that, ladies? Because God created you for a purpose. And in this purpose is where you're going to find the greatest joy. And so if you would say that prayer for the first time with me today, I know that God is going to rock in your life and order every step of your day. I'm so glad you brought that up, Marcy. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Marcy. I love that song. I'm just going to come clean the song, Not Working 9 to 5, that we started the show with. I used yes. to just, you know, dance around the family room and sing that when the album came out. If any, everybody out there even knows what an album is. But yeah. how is your life now that you own your own business and no longer have a 9 to 5 job, like the song says?
2: Yeah, well, thank you for that question. I tell you, because I loved my employees so much in the bank and... um but I, I, it was really, really hard to leave. But I knew that I, I was leaving my job in the bank, not my banking career, because now I work for banks. Banks are my clients mm-hmm. now. But not only that, in my goodbye speech to my employees, mm-hmm. I told them, I said, if people ask you, what is Marcy doing next? Tell them that she's pursuing her dreams, all of them. Mm-hmm. And that is my calling. Wow. Beautiful. So I didn't leave a job, a career, whatever, I am pursuing my calling. Amen. And what is my calling, you know, and my mission to help working people be successful in every area, not just business, not just at home, but also spiritually.
1: Marcy, how can people get a hold of you? Maybe they want you to help them in their business. Why? How would they contact you?
2: Uh, they can contact me through my same website, marciamalson.com, M-A-R-C-I-A-M-A-L-Z-A-H-M-N.com. Uh, Or if it's business related, my consulting practice is melzanstrategic.com.
1: And that's how they can reach out to you. Yes. I just think you, you're just a wealth of information. I'm so glad you came on to this show. Reagan, thank you so much for being part of our show today. It's a blast. Godly women in the workforce. You know, it's just the impact uh, just speaks to me. And so um, I just want you to hang on. We're going to do a part two with you because I knew we'd have way too much content to talk about. But to summarize, I mean, you really have talked about not, take, not taking it personal, your work. Uh, it's business and to have a plan to seek God in all of that plan. And I love that scripture verse that says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. What are all these things? It's every step of your life. God wants to bless you. In Scripture, it says that he wants to open the floodgates of blessing in your life. And so, you know, really, you kind of remind me, uh, Marcy, of the Proverbs 31 woman, you know, how not only are you out, you know, seeking the Lord and working hard, bringing home the bacon, working nine to five. I mean, now you've got your own hours, but in um, raising your children to love the Lord as well as a wonderful wife. Thank you, Marcy, so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. And so, John, you in the back, you're giving me that signal. Shug, it's time to wrap it up. Thank you, John, for all that you do. And thank you for that song. Thank
2: you, Shug. No working, problem. Anytime.
1: Working nine to five just to make a living, you know. Thank you, Dolly Parton, for that. And until next time, this is Shugbury. And this is Him for Her Radio Women's Hot Topics. Please come and find us on himforherministries.org, Him for Her H I M number for her Ministries.org. Click that donate button. I've got three awesome books to give away to you from Marcy. And one is on devotions for working women. The other is the fire within. I love that topic, the fire within, and the friendship book because you matter to me ladies you matter to me over and out this is Shugbury I love you